Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Back to Old School with DP and J on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Appreciate you folks on the text line. You're active early. Grateful and appreciative of that. Uh, Got to tell Jay Foreman that t- tomorrow we'll have company. We'll have company. We will. The fire starter. The CEO fire starter makes her first trip to Nebraska. Francis <laughs> like Rymers is coming. <laughs> Francis Rymers is coming to Nebraska. And tomorrow, 4 o'clock, she's going to be in studio. <laughs> she's coming and right, she's she's bringing degrees. her buffalo bills jersey oh okay well because well, cool, because because one of her clients was 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 an offensive lineman for the yeah. bills uh now i think he left the bills and went to the giants but yeah uh, another one space and she represents uh aaron donald oh yeah as well so she's got a crew of folks commanders ravens uh she's all over the place but it's good to have her in studio tomorrow she's making a trip as well um yeah there's several things in play What's the headline, Jay, from from Bengals Chiefs? Yeah. What's the headline? Uh, the headline is definitely Patrick Mahomes doing what he does, man. I mean, <clears throat> I think when I talked about it with Kenny on Friday, I was like, you know, when I mean Patrick, it seems Patrick Mahomes has been. I think every year he's been playing, starting, he's been to the AFC Championship. I think, um, like five years in a row. Uh, now he has only has one Super Bowl, but at the end of the day, he's been pretty dominant. So, to the just a quick glimpse, you like, oh, he's 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 you know that's enough, or it's like he's older, like he's over the hill, like he hadn't even hit his prime yet. And for it to be to him to be shunned, you know, sometimes you know when you get backed into a corner, whether it's a legacy or just questioning his greatness or questioning him as the best, because I'm sure he feels he's the He's head and shoulders the best quarterback in in the league. Now, I know he don't want to see see Brady in those situations, but at the end of the day, right now what he's dealing with, he figures he's he 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 knows he's the best. He feels like it. And when he's questioned and he's challenged, you know, ankle sprain or not, that he led them, you know, with the 4th, 5th and 6th receiver and threw for 326 yards, no interceptions. Um you know, made the game-winning run on a hobbled ankle at the end of the game where he, you know, obviously gets a little bit sore. And so he, you know. Come on, linebacker. Tell it, me true. Tell me true. With, what's going through Osai's brain? I mean, look, he's, he's go, I mean, he's 260-some pounds. He's going full speed. Runs a 4-6-40. So we're not it's talking hard, about. It's hard for him to stop. Right? Now, ideally, you would like to. He's trying to stop him from getting the first down. He's a young kid. Ideally, you'd like him not to hit him. But, you know, to be honest with you, there was plays before that that lost him the game. The punt return lost him the game. Whether it was a block in the back or not, I think that was probably more of a flop trying to get the call. Um, you don't think that, that, that Mahomes flopped on the, on the tap on the back? It went uh, on, got pushed oh, out of bounds? Yeah. 
He, he flopped, sold, right? He sold he it, but the contact okay. was clearly out of bounds. Yeah, it, the contact was there. The contact. And but the, dude, and the, WWE sold that. Like, but, he went. <laughs> but but at the end of the day, it doesn't matter if he stood up. You, the contact was out of the bounds. And he, I mean, look, he's a, he got hit hard enough to fall. Now, the flopping and all that stuff, you know, it, you sell it. That's what guys do. So, I mean, it's, it's a penalty. I, I, I feel sorry for the, the young man because he – out of all the defensive linemen, he played the best, and everybody's talking about that one play, and everybody's talking about his teammate, Pratt, you know, going into the locker room, and why'd you hit the quarterback? Well, on the really the game-changing play, the Chiefs ran a um, – well, ideally, it was the one that where Tony Romo – I don't know what Tony Romo was saying. I know what it sounded Hello? like. Hello? Hello, Tony Romo. Who you who you hanging out with that you freely? You just know who he's hanging out with. Des told you that's my QB. Like like he used some yeah, yeah, some Tony, family yeah, cookout yeah, yeah. language. I think, I think Tony Romo showing up at the cookout saying, "What right? happened?" Like, like yeah, yeah. Oh, come on, B Rad. So, like it was. Uh, yeah, yeah. So uh, well, anyways, on that play, it was a simple screen play uh, to uh, Pachinko, the running back, dead in the rights. There's three guys there. They had him out leveraged to the sidelines, inside runner, and then a straight-on alley filler. And Pratt was one of the guys that missed the tackle. Mm-hmm. Now, you should you should not miss a tackle if you three have me surrounded, as great as I might have been in high school or college. Jay, look at you and look at the rest of us. You're plowing. You're, you're running. You guys would have got. You're me running over. You, you should be at, in the NFL. You should be able to get those see, guys. See, Jay thinks of himself as a basketball player with a football player's heart. Like he just, he just in his mind, he's a basketball player who just happened to muscle up to play linebacker because it paid well. (laughs) And I did, and I was vertically challenged after uh, about my junior year. But what was that extra thirty you put on from? Yeah, yeah, that that in the weight program. But uh, you know, he missed the tackle. I mean, look, I understand it. It's it's a huge play, and they came out and 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 he obviously the kicker made it. Um, It sucks for him, but you know. It's a penalty. It is. What I what I would I'd like the ref not to call it. Probably I would have liked him not to call it. It, it seemed, I, I just felt like the officials. Now the the whole extra plays and all that stuff, they actually weren't wrong. The guy came on the field. Uh-huh. Now granted, he now when when it's crazy like you know, granted, now the Chiefs were on offense, so they he should have been blowing his whistle and be more authoritative. But he did call the play dead. And then on the pass interference Eli Apple was more than pass interference. It was flat out like tackling him, and they got him off the field. But overall, in the 49ers Do you game, think the pass interference late in the drive, the, the, the simple hand on the hip? Now, that's, that's a little ticky-tacky when it's late like that. Now, I will tell you – And that's the drive. But like, if, that's the entire drive is that, that when – I have a simple rule. And, and, and for me, if it doesn't change the, the result of the play – that you you we're taught as coaches when we ask the question is did it impact the result of the play right but and you know the foul you but you got to know how they're calling it anyways okay and the fact that you have Eli Apple on your team because see this is what people don't understand it's not the NFL is not rigged but the but the refs if you ever watch that Netflix show refs are petty okay? <laughs> and yes. they do not like in the NFL is. Not petty, but the shield but, has its own rule. When you, when Eli Apple tweeted out the the tweet at uh, Hamlin uh-huh. with uh, you know was it Cancun on three and the thing like that, 
they, they you ha- you put a target on your back. Yep. Like the NFL is fine with you calling Burrow, you know, uh, head and all that. They're fine with all that. True. But when you do something like that, now the target's on you. So now you put all your teammates in the crosshairs. Yeah. So if you don't think that the refs weren't cognizant of that, then you don't have any sense of reality. What so, do you? What so, do you? So you, that's Eli Apple's fault. But you ha- you were in Buffalo at levels of success where often local politicians will speak for the city and put the players yeah. in a target. They, but they, that's just the way – first of all, Cincinnati, <laughs> Cincinnati just started getting good. You can't fault them for it. The players were wolfing. They felt like they were doing they were doing it, they, and they were riding high off of one up there and beat the brakes off of Buffalo. They embarrassed Buffalo. And to be honest with you, the way that Buffalo's defense is fired, played, the defensive coordinator should be fired. I like Leslie Frazier. Uh, you know, I hate saying it. He's a great man. He's going to call you. I don't care. I, I, mean, I have his number in text. I'm right. Gonna I was going to say, he's going to call you and say. That's horrible. He played horrible. Um, and this is, is what it is. Cincinnati put their own target on their back. If they would have just been humble and said, we're going to go in there and do what we need to do, and then after you beat Kansas City. Is it, there it, any team in the NFL that's at this level humble? Well, it, well, yeah, the Patriots done it all the time, but Patriots. then they wolf, they wolf afterwards. Yeah, I was gonna say the, Patri- the Patriots you wolf, talk you, enough you, in the offseason. You, you wolf afterwards. It's just like yeah. when they went out to San Diego, and San Diego had Ladanian Tomlinson and Gates and Sean Merriman, uh-huh. and then after they beat them in the playoffs, when they, what were they fourteen and two? Yep. Right, and you seen them doing the lights out and all the yeah. other stuff, and then yeah. Ladanian Tomlinson's feelings were hurt. Yeah. Well, at the end of the day. You asked for it. We came and gave it to you. Now we're going to <laughs> Why give you, you mad? Now, we, now we're going to give you a party. <laughs> Why are you mad? Right? It's no different than Richard Sherman going up to Brady after kind of when they were kind of the legion, the year before they kind of made their run. Asking Brady, "Why are you mad, bro?" and all the other stuff. Cincinnati put a target on the back, but the, at the end of the day, at the at the very at the at the bottom, at the base of it, Joe Burrow didn't play good. I know, and and I wanted Cincinnati to win for this. I, I I didn't even care who won after Buffalo lost. I I had reason. I don't like Patrick Mahomes' brother in the, in the way that some the Kansas City fans are. No offense, because they're just can't help it. Just, they can't help themselves, can't help right? Because they've been horrible for so long. And then Nick Gregg, all his text met. I mean, dude. You I know what I got mad about this but weekend? Here, but here's why I wanted Cincinnati to win. Because I wanted to come in here and be able to talk about why Scott Frost ain't signed that man. Right. <laughs> you can so still gonna, talk about so it. Gonna, so you can still talk, talk about it because it's a story. That. Like, it's a real thing. Can I ask a question? I, I, okay, so this weekend, this is where the fans that bother me show up. Now, I'm not talking about the regular fans. I'm right. talking about folks who claim to be super fans. Of Kansas City. Of Kansas City. And they said, I know everything about the Chiefs. And then I asked, well, who's the first person to do an end zone dance? For the Chiefs. No, I, I didn't even I didn't even I didn't even put that on. Yeah. Who was the first person in the NFL with a known end zone celebration? And this super Chiefs fan, who's supposed to know everything, didn't know who Elmo Wright was, and I was oh wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. How well, you, you can't even put you, on the colors. You could ask them who the best linebacker for the Chiefs ever and they Hopefully they would have said Derek Thomas. They so better. 
Or they could have said Bobby Bell. Or Willie Lanier. I don't know. I don't know. Virginia's finest. Say Willie Lanier. But they might be too young. They might be Austin's age. They don't know. But but Derek Thomas is definitely in everybody's old, young, young or old mind. It upset me that here they were. And I said, well, do the dance. If you're a Chiefs fan, do the Elmo Wright celebration. If you're a Chiefs fan, they're a modern-day Chiefs fan ever since Andy. Maybe since Come Dick, on, Austin. when Come Dick on, Austin. got there. Come on, Austin. I was right? going to say, I saw, as a Royals fan myself, I saw a lot of that when they made their two postseasons in 14-15. Yeah. I'm sure Kansas Royals. City is a great yeah. sports town not having lived there. I'm sure they're fine people, but they <laughs> jump on that bandwagon. Yeah, they do. And they, you know they jump on and they hold on for dear life. That, that should you, be you, on a shirt. You know what the worst Kansas is? Kansas City Chiefs fans. I'm you know, sure they're fine people. You know, you know what the worst <laughs> is? People send me texts. Are you, are you cheering for the Chiefs? Why? Like, are you kidding me? Like, are you kidding? Like, I'm not a fan. Like, I want to see a good football. Like, because Buffalo lost, all of a sudden now – you know, since you owe they, it to them to be a Chiefs. Yeah. No, that is no. the greatest low key burn ever. Like for whoever your your rivals are. Oh, you're a, you're an Iowa fan. Yeah. <laughs> they must be nice people. They're nice people. Uh, Kansas City, and I'm gonna tell you this though, Kansas City has a has an intimidation factor when you go there. And now I'm gonna say this. That, uh, now I played up in Seattle, both when they were indoors, and I felt like I, up until I went to Kansas City, I was like. Holy crap! This, I mean, this is like deafening in here, especially when Cortez Kennedy literally went up and down the line and was like, "Yeah, I'll kick your butt." You know, <laughs> literally was like, "All right, I'm just gonna make the Hall of Fame of all your guys," and that was including Ruben Brown, who should be in the Hall of Fame. Uh, Cortez Kennedy was off the chain this day. Uh, um. So, but the, so then I'm like, I got to Kansas City and we played him, and we were in the playoff hunt, so we're there and we played him, and it was kind of like on a December kind of overcast day. You know what their intimidation is when uh. you go to Kansas City Stadium? It's the barbecue. It's like you, you come in there, you know, you got your headphones on because we stayed right across the highway, right? So, we, you know, there's no point in getting on the early bus or late bus. You're there at all the same time. But you get go to the bus and you smell the barbecue and it takes your edge off. <laughs> it does. It just like... Man, I because I'm riding up to the game like, dang, that smells like some ribs. It's That's in the it, like it gets to the bus yeah. to the team oh, bus driving when, up when you when you cross the highway, right? And I don't know if they still have the hotel there. When you cross, they the, do. There's nothing yeah. in Kansas City. <laughs> okay, yeah. <by> the stadium. <laughs> There's nothing there. Right. Austin so is on fire. Oh, what is right. happening? Oh no, you know if you have not been there, <laughs> yeah, no, I no, love it. Nothing. No, but no, Austin is killing the, today. Have you been to the stadium? Yes. Yeah, like literally. There's like a. There's a Denny's. It's a Clarion. It's a Denny's. The Denny's and a Clarion Hotel, oh. and it's actually pretty nice. And then you go across the highway, and then you got to fight the – I mean, they tailgate. And then uh, the good thing about Kansas City, we beat them. And, you know, they were – I mean, they'd give you some barbecue after. They were cool. Yeah, I mean, the, the – the, the least the, you could Well, do, you that's know? the after party. Um, I was with the Chargers when the Chargers – because you know, the Chargers play them all right. the time, and this is in the junior Seau section, and the Stan Humphreys when they're going to Super Bowl team. So when they came to Kansas City, it was a problem. Like it was yeah. like okay, the after party in the parking lot, the players' parking lot. Like the Chargers knew they were coming to get a win, and then said, "Well, we gonna stay a while. We not even, we gonna delay yeah. the team yeah, you, flight yeah. to get some of this KC barbecue and celebrate with the fans." And they would say. Thanks for inviting me to your 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 KC Chiefs party. I didn't mean to eat your food and beat your yeah, team, you guys but I got. I was lucky enough. Uh, a couple team ex team ex Huskers were there, so they you know they brought me over, got me some barbecue. But can that? But on top of that, that was the loudest stadium I ever played in my life, ever. 
It was three and a half hours. What's the three loudest? Give me the three loudest that you played. Pittsburgh, Seattle. Well, number well the the loudest is Kansas City. The second loudest, I would probably say Pittsburgh, um, and then Seattle. But can't I mean literally it was four hours of you. I mean I just stopped talking. Like literally, you're. I was. I remember talking to uh, Bruce Smith and Phil Hansen. Where Bruce was like, "Man, stop yelling at me!" Right? <laughs> I, but Bruce didn't care because here's here's how Bruce is. Bruce gonna do his thing. So even if Bruce makes a mistake, it's my fault. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Look, like, rookie. Right. Like, it, there's no a Bruce. You should be in the C gap. It's Jay. You see him in the C. Now you go to the B gap, or you know you play off of him. So Phil Hansen was always cool. So I'm literally from me to DP with my helmet, yelling at Phil Hansen for a check talking about a check before we go into the game because Kansas City's defense is on the field and it was like shake like the, the ground was shaking and I remember thinking like damn like this is crazy in three hours and then you get in the in the locker room and your head and ears are ringing I want to I yeah well, so the barbecue was needed let, let's take a break there when we come back we'll do the last segment of the first hour old school uh, I want to introduce somebody to you and then we'll get into game two of 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 the of the championship Sunday, what to talk about that that game set off a lot of folks, and it paints a wonderful picture for Super Bowl Sunday. But we'll do that when we come back to old school. Watch old school live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. Old school with DP and J on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.